Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. Today, we are talking about safety in a relationship and why you can't have a flourishing, loving relationship until you have safety down. Mm -hmm. It is a foundational need for each individual, and that looks different in every home. So we're talking about the boundaries that we have set in place for our own home to create safety to where we are banging and thriving um, all because we have trust in our relationship. So yeah. safety is a huge part. I remember one time we were, this is after I broke my leg, we were really in the midst of, I think, a breakthrough, honestly, in our marriage. And you told me, you said, it doesn't matter what happens. At the end of the day, uh, we could lose everything and live in a cardboard box. And as long as I have you standing beside of me and fighting for me and knowing that I'm safe with you, that's all I need. Yeah. And as a man, I'm just like, what? Like, yeah. wait, you don't need finance. You don't need a house. You don't need, you know, money. You don't need me to do the man things. I need safety. That's huge. And that had been broken just previously from that moment in our relationship. So we're talking about how it was broken, how we came past it, and what we have done to prevent it from happening again. Yep. Here we go. Welcome to I Get It, a podcast for the modern woman who doesn't want to live mediocre. We're balancing babies on our hips, typing out that important email, and flipping pancakes at the same time. Not to mention, keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy, and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. I am your host, Tara Wages, and this is my technical husband (laughs) who gets all of our stuff set up and edits the podcast, does all of the work behind the scenes. And I'm going to admit that we are now recording this episode for the second time (laughs) because he forgot to press record on our audio. You know, it's like the plumber's uh, sink's always broken. This is what I do for a living. So you just forgot to hit the button. It's just a red button. It's a, it's a rare moment. And thank you so much for all of your hard work. I am really (laughs) lucky because everybody's like your podcast, your podcast. Guys, Wes Wages does so much behind the scenes for this podcast, and he sits with me every week. So thank you for being here. Thank you for doing what you do, baby. Um, and You're also, only a few, way, a few reviews away from a hundred. Uh, yeah, it's super exciting. Yeah, super so, super exciting. We're gonna go go ahead and say that now. If you don't leave a review before the podcast, go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, especially because I'm about nervous today? about this week's podcast. I may be getting some like two star reviews <laughs> after after this, and that's okay because I'm speaking my truth. Yeah, if that's your thing, we'll get into this. Yes. So Trash TV. it is a big deal that Wes is sitting here right now because when this episode airs, he's actually not going to be next to me. This dude is traveling like crazy right now. In fact, after today, he's leaving for 10 days. He just got back from a trip. We're just in the midst of insanity. Mm-hmm. And that tends to always happen in August and September for our family. It's just busy seasons. And now coming out of COVID, our busy season and not that we're out of COVID, right. but business-wise, economy you know, economy-wise, um, the season's just even more insane than it usually is. So when he's gone, I need something to fill my time <laughs> and keep me busy at night when I'm sad and alone in the bed. Um, and it was the Kardashians. I watch trash TV. It gets me through West Wages being gone. But then that trash TV kind of rolls over. I get back home and you're still in the middle of like, you're almost going to finish an episode. 
Yeah. Which is similar to what happened right here on uh, Temptation Island. Which I was saving for when you leave last night. Anyways, I started watching Temptation Island and it is pretty much the king of all trash TV. I'm not saying that I recommend it, especially to couples, um, but it's it's got me through some lonely nights. It was on the USA Network. Which is like notorious for trash. Yeah, it's it's really great trash TV. <laughs> um, if you want real trash. Anyways, the premise of the show, it's what inspired today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> the premise of the show are four couples go to this island where they are separated. And the girls go to their own area, the guys. And then they bring in like 10 or 12 other people from the opposite sex to tempt them to cheat on their boyfriend or girlfriend. Now, these couples are there because they've either already experienced broken trust or they are deciding if they should get married or not, (laughs) if this is really the one. Pre-marriage counseling. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. It's terrible. On the very first night, a girl slept with somebody else, you know, completely cheated on her boyfriend. She had the sex. She had the sex. And I'm just watching absolutely baffled that this is real. You know, that these are real humans putting themselves in this situation. And also watching, thinking, could I survive that? You know, I'm sitting here so crazy in love with my spouse absolutely best friend in the world but if i had 10 hot guys telling me how beautiful i am how bad they want me could could i withstand that if i'm not seeing you for six weeks you know i thought you're about to say six days and i was like well i hope so (laughs) no like it's just absolutely crazy that they're think that they could do that (laughs) don't sign up for temptation island okay and So, yeah, so trick number one for them is they disconnect the couple. They completely separate Mm -hmm. them. And that is when we allow temptation. That is when we allow our, our, like, guards to drop is when we feel disconnected. And um, when we don't already have boundaries in place, then when we're disconnected, we're just free range, you know. But by having boundaries, by having these things set up to help us succeed – then we are able to come back together and still be whole people for each other. Mm-hmm. And I can remember when we first got married, I was, I, I know I've admitted this multiple times, super naive. I was just like, I will, you know, our marriage is going to be so perfect and we'll never be tempted by anyone or anything. And then I'm like talking to one of my best friends who's a nurse at a hospital. She's like, Tara, everybody's sleeping with each other. Everybody is cheating on their spouses. She here. lives in Seattle. No, she is in Alabama. <laughs> and, uh, but That's yeah, she's like, joke it's Grey's Anatomy up in yeah. here. Everybody's doing everybody. And I'm just so shocked by that, but then also not shocked at all by that because I've, we have now lived out how easy it is for our guards to come down. And we experienced that just a couple of years ago. Wes became depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, He was experiencing some very deep emotional pain and he hid it by overworking. 
you know, it was like the opposite of like laying in your bed. Not overworking out. <laughs> yeah. It was just overworking. Yeah. You know, he obviously. was just like trying to go 90 miles an hour so nobody would ever notice the pain that was going on inside of his body. And so he, he also then would mask it with pornography. Um, and mm -hmm. for us, we understand that everyone has different ideas about porn and that I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm sharing you our personal experience and yeah. how it affects us. And for us, porn is not something that we have chosen to allow into our marriage or into our home. Yeah, from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. yes. And so his bound, like he was in a dark place and he allowed that to slip in. And what's interesting in talking with him about it after and finding out how it started, I don't want to like encourage guys because it was so easy. It was through a hashtag on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you literally clicked this hashtag thinking you were going to be looking at pictures of London. Do you remember yeah. this? Yes, I do. Um, we love to travel. That was like when we were traveling a lot and you thought you were going to be looking at London and instead you were looking at women. <laughs> well, and, and that's Instagram. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it can get dark quick. Right. There. That's, but I never knew that. Yeah. I was completely naive to that. And you obviously didn't really know that either, or you probably wouldn't have hit that hashtag. I don't think. I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah. And Not the beginning there. Yeah. And so it just, that moment allowed an inch, mm -hmm. you know, it and just, then you feel a disconnect and it's like, then you, you, you basically find that where you're getting your worth from, you know what I mean? Where are you feeling uh, good? And well, yeah. you wanted to escape from the world in that moment. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so for you, that was just an easy click. It was just so easy. And that's the thing with all of this. The world is so easy. It is easy for us to flirt with a coworker and think that it's, mindless to drink a glass of wine every single night, especially during COVID and think that it's okay because it's just one glass. Um, it's knowing that you have a problem. Well, yeah. that's how you, I mean, every single night can, yeah. you know, like it, these small, small actions can turn into big actions, you mm -hmm. know, and, and just letting these little inches come in, that's how we tumble over. And so, but by having these boundaries in place, we know, oh, okay, this is how I can stop this before the tumbleweed starts going. Yeah. And we do that because we want to feel safe in our relationship. Like there's the hierarchy of needs and the very bottom need is food, water, shelter, you know, just like to be a cardboard house survival, you know, the ability to survive. Um, and then after that, it is safety and security. Mm -hmm. And it was after safety and security that you can experience love and relationships and romance. And so and sex. Well, sex is actually at the on the very bottom with shelter and food? With shelter and food, yes. That's what I've seen. Sex is on the bottom, which makes a lot of sense to me what I know about sex now for men. Yeah. But again, you are getting, you get that same feeling by anything. That doesn't necessarily mean sex involved in love mm -hmm. and experiencing this emotional connection with someone. Right. That's just sex. That's just releasing something, you know? And so if you're wanting 
the the romance and the flourishment and the making love and the intense like goodness that marriage can have, you're not going to get that until you feel safe and secure with each other. Mm-hmm. I think especially a woman, right? That's oh. safety. I mean, I, I want to say especially for a woman, but I don't necessarily think that's true. Yeah. You know, like we may not get, get the sex without that. For, yeah. But um, I don't think a man is going to feel an emotional connection to their spouse until they feel safe with them as well. Mm-hmm. You know? And so we do that by creating boundaries. And, and I want to clarify what the difference between a boundary and a rule. Okay, so a rule is something that we are imparting on someone else. So, for example, my children, before you enter the RV, you will take your shoes off. That is a hard rule. Okay, I am telling them that. A boundary is something that we are setting for ourselves. You know, like I am creating this for myself to keep myself where, who I want to be, how I want to be it, you yeah. know? And I tried to set rules for Wes. After we found out about the pornography issue or, or for any relationship, whatever that issue is, um, I was like, okay, if you want to stay with me, this is what you have to do. You cannot take your phone into the bathroom anymore. You have to tell me whenever you masturbate. You have to do these things every single day. Like these are the rules that we live by or I'm done. Mm-hmm. And what happens? What did that do to you? I want to try to get out of the box. I mean, you put baby in, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> well, but I think it was like, I mean, when you tell me rules, uh, it, it makes me feel like a child. Uh, I'm not an adult. I can't make my own decisions. But it, then again, I really wanted to please you, make you feel safe. Um, but at the end of the day, the best thing to do is for the couple to come together and talk about boundaries because then I'm a part of the conversation. Yes. You instilling rules, you know, it's one-sided, right? And so I don't have a part in that. But if we come together and create boundaries, then it's a mutual decision. Yeah. So essentially by putting those rules on him, I was putting him in a box. Yeah. And our instinct when we're in a box is to get out of the box, even if you want to be there. You know, even if you're like, no, I want to be a part of this relationship. I want to make her happy. I want to be here. Your instinct is to get out of the box. And so for those first few months, we were just still clashing. Things were not working together. And um, and I couldn't, I was experiencing and walking through hurt and distrust and pain. So I couldn't see the bigger picture in that moment. Yeah. And um it wasn't until we came together and that he started stepping up and creating his own boundaries and putting things in place for himself that we were then able to heal and move forward. And really that trust could be built because now I know what's going on with him. I know the standards he has set for himself and there are standards that I can feel comfortable with and I can feel a part of that. They have my heart in mind because the thing is that when trust is broken, It can take years to rebuild it. And without being able to trust him moving forward, we we couldn't have made it. You know, if if those if I had not seen him actively doing these things to create boundaries for himself, then the the broken trust couldn't come back, you know, and it already takes years to do it. Now do not be discouraged. If you are sitting there and you're thinking, oh snap, 
I've broken some boundaries and he or she doesn't know. Um, I can't tell them because I don't want to hurt them. I will say two things about that. One, the sooner you tell them, the better. A hundred percent because you cannot break free from it without talking about it. Yeah. There were, I can't remember you telling me there are so many times that you thought I can just do this on my own. I can just do this on my own. And you're like, I never told you because I kept thinking I'll get better. I'll stop. And you couldn't stop without talking to someone about it, whether it's me or someone else. Yep. And um, so you can't move forward. You can't do it alone. Um, and the sooner you admit or talk about your issue, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then also setting those boundaries before anything even happens just sets you up for success. So know that these things we're talking about, we're doing them because I want to set myself up for success so I can experience the love and the flourishment. And so Wes can experience the love and the love languages and the giving and the acts of service and all the things we can bring to each other and really experience that instead of constantly fighting to just feel safe. Yeah. I'm doing it for myself because I know that it brings my layer, my marriage to a whole nother level. Yep. So boundaries are not a negative thing. I think we think of them that way. They are not. They only create a better life. But I also realize that I'm only responsible for myself. You know, I can only take responsibility for what I'm going to do. And it takes him being responsible for himself. Now I can check in with him. I can say, hey, Wes, how you doing? Or, you know, like I, I now know what his triggers are, you know, especially from what he is, he's walked through that caused depression, that caused these issues, or we're in this like crazy busy season right now where we're apart. I'm able to say, hey, dude, I'm just checking in. You okay? Mm -hmm. You know, is there anything you're struggling with? And we also have a great counselor. Um, there have been things that come up over the last couple of years. I'm like, hey, you should probably call Mickey. You know, you probably need to talk to her. And, and we've been able to do that. Um, and so we are able to check in with each other without it being, tell me what you've done. Yeah. You know, um, and being open with ourselves and with each other just gives it even more freedom, you know? Absolutely. So now I want to talk about our personal boundaries. So these are things that we have chosen to do in our own marriage that may not apply to you. That is fine. It is important that you think about yourself. What is important to you, who you want to show up in your relationship with, knowing who your spouse is. So if you know that your spouse has struggled with alcoholism in the past, you know, maybe they, they were an addict and they've worked through that. A boundary to set for yourself is maybe I shouldn't bring bourbon into the house every day, yeah. you know? And, and I think that we can set boundaries up for ourselves with the other person in mind because we love them because we cherish them and we want to see them succeed. Because guess what? When this dude is succeeding and thriving, man, I am like literally on top of the world. My life is so much better when I am doing things that set him up for success. Mm -hmm. You know, boundaries for your own family can look like talking about alcohol, prescription pills, how often you're working, 
when you're going to have your devices out, you know, dinner table in the bed, where is that okay for you? Talk about what your needs are and then put things in place for yourself of saying, this is what I'm going to do to keep this level of safety. Yeah. So for us, we chose, especially for a while, to have accountability software Mm -hmm. on Wes's phone, you know, just so he knew and it sent to one of our very best friends um, that there was a check-in. There was somebody there that he could talk to about it and that he was being held accountable to. So a lot of our boundaries now have to do with pornography. We do have some like no devices at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. Um, But these are specific things that we have done to protect ourselves from potentially cheating mentally, emotionally, or physically with someone else because I have seen through my own experience and through friends just how easy it is. And Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy and Temptation Island, obviously, (laughs) that it really doesn't take much to let someone else into your heart or your mind. Mm -hmm. And so obviously there's accountability software available. Instagram is where it started for you. He was able to go in and to prevent any targeted ads, because we know how ads work, changed it from male to female, which is such a small thing. Nobody can tell, but it prevents him from getting any of those types of ads. And then just searching for airplanes, you know, camera gear, travel. So his browse section is only filled with those types of things. There's a lot of airplanes on there now. (laughs) And nothing else. There's no like women in thongs or or anything like that. Well, and and people that do advertising, they realize like, hey, if I want a guy guy to click this, you know, they're going to put that stuff up there. I mean, that's their goals for clicks, you know? Right. And so just setting yourself up, like you you set yourself up for success on Instagram Mm -hmm. immediately, you know? And that was so helpful to me. And it's just an easy way to like, what you look at is what you see in the browse section. So if you go to mine, it's 90% The Bachelor, Bachelor Nation. <laughs> now it's going to be Fantasy Island. Well, no, because I haven't I haven't stalked them yet on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, but th- that is what you see. That is what you are actively looking at. And so by just looking there, you can see, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a really easy form of accountability. Another thing I've, I've noticed actually recently with Instagram, if you push and hold, if there's ever something that comes up on there that you really don't want to see, push and hold and then like you can say, I'm not interested in this content. Yeah. And that, I mean, I would assume if they're listening to us, then they would stop giving you that type of content. Yeah, hopefully. One of the best things that's happened, I think, to help me, um, I think it'd help a lot of other guys or, or girls. Um, I have a private section on my phone full up my lady. And um, so if there's ever a temptation or a thought that goes through your mind, you know what I mean? Uh, and you're not there, like that just helps so much. Um, I highly recommend it. Find a private link or whatever. It's your own section. Tier has one of me. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not visual. <laughs> not, sorry. <laughs> not her thing, but uh, it really helps. It helps the temptation um, to get through that. So that's. Yeah. Uh, and so that was something that I really struggled with for a long time. Um, but then realizing, oh, my husband is a visual creature. And he has struggled with this in the past. And I would much rather him be looking at me than anyone else. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll snap these photos and give you access to them. And so that has helped tremendously, you know, just even through these seasons of you being gone, you know, to know, oh, okay, he has something that helps him get through it. And it's me. 
-hmm. I want to be that thing. I have my own personal boundaries as well that I've had our entire marriage. And so for me, I know as a woman, mine would tend to be more of an emotional issue. Um, So small things like I don't ride in the car with another guy. You know, um, I will occasionally ride with a coworker somewhere short, um, but no, nowhere more than that, especially not a guy by myself. Um, I don't hang out alone with guys. I don't talk about things with them, you know, and unless Wes is present, you know, with text messages, I'll include him on it. Mm-hmm. I don't like to go to photo shoots with guys by myself. I'll always have somebody else come with me. Um, so I just try to create things for myself to where I'm not ever alone with somebody of the opposite sex. And and honestly, it makes me feel safe. You know, it, it makes me feel, one, that Wes knows what's up with me. And two, just because guys make me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and so those boundaries help me as well. And I can remember last year, I went to a bachelorette party, which I don't do very often. And we went to the beach. I had never had a bushwhacker before, and I don't recommend them. But it's a milkshake that apparently has alcohol in it, and it did me in before I knew what even happened. Like, I've never been – that's – I was drunk that night, Mm -hmm. and I don't get drunk. Um, Just that's my personal thing. And we were at, like, a music place, and there were all these guys hanging out with us. Literally the entire time I just sat there in Texas West. Mm-hmm. And he was probably like, homegirl, leave me alone. I'm trying to go to sleep. It is midnight. I'm trying to watch my trash TV <laughs> while you're out of town. But it made me feel safe to know that he felt safe with me. Yeah. Like I felt safe knowing, dude, there are guys around right now and I want to talk to you. Like I am drunk and I need to keep myself completely in the clear because I don't want you to question anything about where I'm at. And by doing that, I felt safe, Yeah, you know? And, and again, mom, I, that's really the first time I've ever been drunk. Like, don't get on to me. Um, it was a total accident. But the whole point of that was that me making sure he felt safe made me feel safe. So all of this in the normal world and normal days is probably like, okay, that's a little overkill, you know? And I get that. But it's important for those moments of disconnect. It is important for those moments that you're out of town without your partner. So like right now with Wes traveling so much, it's important that we both know where we stand with each other, Mm -hmm. what the other person is doing, um, that they, that safety is a priority for them with you in mind, you know? And, And here's the deal. We all have to realize we are broken people. Yep. We are subjective to things that come in our life our minds wonder are uh, we're broken people yeah and once you realize that about your spouse i mean i think you have compassion on each other and say okay we're broken people but how do we put boundaries in our place to make sure that we don't go past these limits we've put in ourselves that could hurt our relationship yeah and so um it's just super important to realize that i think you know we're not perfect absolutely and and all with the goal of mine of like I actually really do want to be 80 years old with him. Yeah. Like I actually really do want that. And if that's not your goal, (laughs) you don't have to worry about this stuff. Sign up for Temptation Island. (laughs) Sign up for Temptation Island. But that is truly like my heart's desire. And I am not naive to the fact that between now 
and 80 years old that there's not going to be a lot of crap to come in my way. Yeah. I'm not naive anymore to think that we're going to make it to that 80 years without a mistake, without brokenness, without depression or sickness or, or any, any hard time of disconnect because I know how easy it happens when we live in a world that is so jacked up, mm-hmm. you know? And so our, my goal to get there is just to do my best along the way because what I have is so good yeah. and it's worth it. And it is so good because we've done this work, you know? It would not be as good as if it is if I couldn't just pick up Wes's phone right now and just like search through it. Yeah. Not that I need to do it, but I have like I have access to it. He has access to mine. It blows my mind when couples don't have access to each other's phones. That's just a red flag. That's a little weird. Yeah, sorry if you're one of those people. Well, I mean, I would tell you to your face too. I mean, it's just a little weird that you don't like just automatically have access yeah. to. So talk to me about it. <laughs> yeah, you can message Wes about that if you're one of those people. So at the end of the day, the bottom line for all of this is just to feel safe with each other, to feel like I can move forward in our relationship and have trust and have security because I know that he is mindful of his own actions to help me feel safe, mm-hmm. that he is doing things on his own so I feel comfortable and I feel seen and I feel secure and that I'm doing the same for him. And through that, we can build and we can give and we can just experience true greatness. And all of this can still come after brokenness. Yeah, All of this is possible after mistrust or temptation or falling into temptation. It's all possible with work, with building those boundaries and with building that trust again. So don't be discouraged if you find yourself there. And if you do and you want to talk to somebody about that, I am here for you ladies. Wes is here for you men. You can find me at Tira Wages on Instagram, at Wes Wages on Instagram. And we would love to just have a conversation with you um, to help you work through that, Um, especially if, if you're struggling, you know, we're, we're here for that. Mm-hmm. So I want to give a special thank you today to Farm Mom 247 Adulthood is weirder than I ever imagined. <laughs> Tier does a great job having a real conversation with her husband about all things life. It's crazy on a normal day, but let's be honest, nothing is normal anymore. She doesn't expect you to agree on everything with her, but she will help you think and reevaluate. I hit subscribe and I feel like I'm getting to have girlfriend mom time every week that her next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for mom two, four, seven. I love girl mom time. <laughs> Honestly, like I love that review. Cause that's exactly what today was about. Um, and yeah. And also having these boundaries has made me have like incredible girl relationships, you know? Yep. So I am so grateful for every single one of you that show up and leave a review each week. You can do that through the podcasting app. And yeah, share this episode of your favorite episode. I'm really grateful. And I know that life is a little crazy. And there are days that you feel a little crazy, especially when you're in a lonely place and the rest of the world looks real tempting. You are not alone. I get it. Yep. Unless you're on Temptation Island. 
then you're alone with like eight people. <laughs> right? I don't know. See you guys. Peace.